like scary movies? What about science fiction and cult films? Then please visit Shocking Things. You can search for us on your favorite podcatcher. You can also go to anchor.fm slash shocking things for the main hub for the links to episodes and our social media. Now try and enjoy the daylight. This is Captain Blake from the John Carpenter film The Fog. Some episodes of Shocking Things may contain salty language, and they always contain spoilers. Listener discretion is advised. Hello everyone and welcome to Shocking Things. I'm John with Laura. Hi. And we're going to be talking about the monsters, but first let's talk a little about uh, fall. Watched a couple things. Uh, well, the first thing wasn't really fall. We watched the first episode, but it's we're at Halloween season. This is real life scary. Dahmer on Netflix. Dahmer. Mm. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to watch more of it. The first episode was definitely uh, scary. Uh, terrifying. Because it's real. So. And um, uh, what's his name? I'm sure. Do you have his name? Right I now? don't know. I know him as Tate from oh, uh, Tate, American yeah. Horror Story, well, but I don't he know. He is an incredible actor, and he plays that part. Terrifying. Yes, so we have to watch more of that. And uh, not horror, another one not horror, but we're in fall season, Halloween season, Hocus Pocus 2. Yeah. Not terrible, you know. It's not the worst movie ever. No, we it's expect it to be worse. It's not the best movie ever. I would say watch it twice. The yeah. first time if... Um, Only if you like Hocus Pocus you're my to begin age. with. Exactly. Um, I'm 35. So I would watch it once, and then I would watch it again. The first time will be a shock factor. There's a lot of things you're going to find wrong with it. You're going to be a little sad. Some people. Some people really liked it. Read some of the comments online. They loved it. Um, Watch it again. Not the worst movie ever made. There's very cute things in there that make it funny, and some are just ridiculous. So... Yeah, it wasn't bad for what it was. I was just surprised it wasn't shot in Salem. That was the thing I thought was unusual. I was surprised that they didn't bring back the supporting cast. Yep. I so. feel like that was very disrespectful. Yeah, and it's strange. It is they strange. could have made a cameo in the movie. But, but yeah. that's what, you know, some people get their hands on the movies, and I don't feel like she she did it justice completely to all of the characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are you going to do? Yeah, it's it. <laughs> but now uh, we're going to talk about the monsters. Now, this is released September 22nd, 2022 on Netflix. Netflix uh, exclusive, but then also you could, I believe it's on demand. You could rent it if you don't have Netflix. And you can buy it on Blu-ray, but you can't see it in the theaters. Yeah, for So, for some strange reason, mm-hmm. but we'll we'll get into that. Uh so let's talk about some of the cast. Basically, a lot of the same crew that Rob Zombie uses mm-hmm. for a lot of his films. But there's a few newer faces. Cassandra Peterson, that's uh, El- known as Elvira. She's a character, Barbara Carr. Sherry Moon Zombie, you've never seen her, right? Yeah. In any, any of his films. Uh, but there's one thing I'm gonna tell you we'll talk about. She's mostly Lily in the film. Uh, that's the other thing. These actors, they play different characters. And some of them you can tell, and some of them you can't tell, which is, and I'm not going to tell you until we get to some of them, but uh, Jeff Daniel Phillips, uh, Herman Munster, was the main main thing he was, you know, character in the film. He was in 
bunch of Rob Zombie movies. Also in the Westworld TV series, uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So like Three from Hell is one of the Rob Zombie movies, for example. Um, Richard Brake, that's the guy that we just saw in Barbarian. The one who was like, who would like inseminate the women, you know, right? Okay. That and guy, they have that, you know. And who did he play? Oh, he played the, he, the, the scientist? Do, yeah, the doc, yep, doctor, yeah. Oh, the doctor. Wolfgang, yep. So he did good because you couldn't really tell it was him, right? Would you say? Sort of? <laughs> I ha Yeah, I'll let you sort finish because okay. it's not, All right. it wasn't the okay. actors. <laughs> yes, but we'll, okay. Um, Daniel Roebuck, he was. I had to think about it first because they call him the Count and not Grandpa because I'm like, oh wait, he wasn't a Grandpa yet. That's why he's called the Count. You get okay. it? So I, at first I'm like, why? I'm like, oh, okay. Then it took me a second. Like, so he was his main character was uh, the Count. He's been in a ton of things. I don't know if you've seen him. We talked like a little bit before recording. And you said you're not really familiar with him, but he was in a bunch of things. He was in the Lost TV series, if you watched that. You didn't really watch that, though, right? He was in that. He's been in some of the Rob Zombie movies, but he's just, he's in, like, the Matlock TV series. He's just done, like, tons of acting. And he actually, and he legitimately is a big monster fan. He collects, he has a big horror collection. Oh, of like Of, like, the classic stuff, like, mostly from the 60s, like, from his generation. Fun. And he was on a TV show on MeTV called Collector's Call. There's an episode. He goes through his collection. And he shows how he has, uh, from the 60s, a Herman Munster doll that from his childhood. And he got to work with Fred Gwynn on a movie. And it's called Disorganized Crime. And he asked him, hey, you know, he started talking to him, you know, could you sign this? He said he didn't really even want to mention the monster because he kind of want to, like, put that in the past. But he said he was really nice and became friends with them, and he signed it for him. So he still has that in his collection, you know, that piece, too. Which I Very thought was awesome. interesting that he's legitimately into this. I mean, he's been to conventions. He, I remember he was at Chiller Theater years ago. So he legitimately is into all this. Like Rob Zombie, but sometimes you can't tell that Rob Zombie's into this, can you? But, <laughs> so... Uh, Butch Patrick, Eddie Munster, did you know he had a part of this? No. Okay, another one. He did the voice for, you saw this Tin Can Man, if you remember him, the <laughs> robot. He's like the Justice of the Peace. No. Very briefly. The movie's very memorable so far with Laura, as you could tell. Uh, Sylvester McCoy, he was Igor. He was in Doctor Who, The Hobbit. Um, Pat Priest, no, she was... In the monsters also okay as, as so, Marilyn but you didn't see her no I didn't see her she did just a voice for like the airline okay okay what were you gonna say Laura? no I, I didn't mean to cut you off but I was just gonna say at least he gets extra points because he brought back some of the characters this is what I yes mean about no yes yeah, yeah. so yes <laughs> I agree with you I'm gonna get into that later but I, I'm with you on that uh, another actor Jorge Garcia was Floop, and this is the one, Laura, when she saw him, she said he looks like Hagrid with his hair. Yeah. So she thought, thought this was a Hagrid ripoff when she saw him. Oh, yeah. So those are uh, some of the actors. Um, all right. So is there what positive things? Now, you just mentioned one positive thing, which was paying respects, having 
the original cast. Right. Some of them in the living cast, because a lot of them passed Having away, unfortunately. Having something to do with the remake yeah. is fair being and it's linked. nice. Yeah, being Nobody linked to it. Nobody wants to see a remake when they put all that work and energy into the first one and then it goes on without them. It's just rude. Yes. So. And I like the fact because sometimes they'll do it and they'll give the actors too prominent of a role when it's not necessary. No. This, it's like, okay, they gave a nod, they included them into it, so it's still linked to the mm -hmm. monsters, but you know, like I said, they didn't overpower the film. No, just to so, be involved. So the I think. So I, I agree with you. So that was a positive thing. Uh, and I think, what other positive things can you say about this? Is it going to be a short I guess list? You call it. It's a very, very short list. Um, the color scheme or the color that he chose to use and the vivid. I I loved it for this. I know maybe some people won't like it. I do know that he had to modernize it. So. I thought it was really fun. I had mixed opinions on it. Uh, some of it, yeah, some of it I liked, and, and I'll get into it later on and I'll explain why, but he did a decent job because his hands were sort of tied. But uh, like I said, I'll, I'll talk about that later. Uh, anything else positive? Yeah, there were very brief parts in it. I liked um, the actors. It was the, the script. Like, Grandpa was really good Yes. for what he had to deal with. And also, <clears throat> excuse me, um, Herman. Yes. I, I thought he was kind of charming. Like, I thought his character was good. And he played the best that he could with what he had as well. Mm -hmm. I really don't have anything else really good about it. I mean, I like the scene where they meet each other. Mm -hmm. I thought that was a very cute scene at the whole... Um, the, I don't know if it was a hotel or okay. his room when Lily goes to meet Herman. Okay. I don't know what you thought about that scene. Um, it was okay, but yeah, so I mean, the actor, like you said, was that uh, Jeff Daniel Phillips as Herman, he wasn't bad. I didn't think he was, again... Again, it, for what he had for, to work yes, with. Yes, for what he had to do, he wasn't terrible. Um, wasn't bad. So the, the, the set designs I thought were good. I thought the the set itself, you know. Yes. Okay. You know, yep. like the their house on thirteen thirteen Mockingbird Lane looked like the one on the on the TV series, so that was good. Uh, like the lab setup for uh, the Doctor, the Wolfgang, the the castle, that stuff. You know, I thought it all looked pretty good because this wasn't. You know, I'm sure they didn't have a huge budget or anything like that, so it was good for what it was. Um, the acting, like I said, some some of it was good, some of it wasn't good. And again, the stuff later, it wasn't good. Um, Cassandra Peterson, who's Elvira, was in there as a real estate agent. I thought she was good because she wasn't Elvira. She was totally different. Yeah, you, but she was neither like a here nor there. No, no, exactly. It, Not it that was she just... was. You could have had anybody do the role, but they wanted to. Yeah. Like Rob Zombie always likes to have somebody. Ba basically, he's a fan of involved in a film it seems yes. so that so that was the reasoning Which behind this it this is not from me either but i did see a comment somewhere okay um that said they felt like it was more like an elvira type of movie like the uh like the way the, they acted like the, the, the like funniness the, like, the, the the comedy you're yes. saying like how her films because she had like two films that came out like elvira mistress was dark and there's nothing like escapes me now it's kind of like just more slapstick type yeah and when i read it it kind of made me think for a second okay and i was like wow was it kind of more like 
Just a thought. Okay. Um, <laughs> I liked that they had, uh, for the plot, some of the plot points I like, some I don't like. I do like that an homage to uh, the film Frankenstein with the, the floop character. He retrieves the wrong brain from this bad comedian, uh, Shecky Rathbone, for Herman. So he got kind of like the original movie how he was the abnormal brain normal brain yeah so it was supposed to be an intelligent rathbone and one that you know was a bad comedian and they set that up but this is the thing that's positive that's going to surprise you so he gets the wrong brain and that's why herman tells these bad jokes and wants to become an entertainer right so that so that was like okay but and then also how he got his uh, herman got his name is that ridiculous? Well, that's going to be the negative part. So, yes. Yeah, so, that's why I'm not, I'm but not mentioning else, that. But also, how else was he going to do it, though? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I would have definitely would have done it differently. I could tell you that. <laughs> so, for the positive things now, or for, we're talking about the, that Shecky. And that's also a reference to Shecky Green as a comedian in the past. And Basil Rathbone was an actor. It was in a lot of horror movies. So, that's where they combined the two to get the name. Um, now, when I told you, like, the actors, some of them played uh, different roles. This was a positive thing because Sherry Moon Zombie is not known for being a great actress. She's... Okay, but she tricked both of us. Do you know she played another character in the film? No. That's why I had to give her credit. She was uh, one of the newscaster, Donna was Doomley, the newscaster. She has very 70s hair. Yes, I remember. That's her. That's okay. Your, so for her, this is pretty good. You got You're not gonna give her credit. Yeah, yeah. Okay, it's my opinion, but Laura's like, yeah, she's not giving her credit. Um, I do like Herman Munster. How they when they go on an airplane at one point, and he's getting drunk. He's acting like he's tipsy, but he's just drinking Shirley Temple's. I yes. thought that, uh, the Igor character. The, I had one laugh when that guy Igor was drinking the potion to turn into a bat. And he's like, yeah, and I sort of like, I was like, did. okay, this is one. I did laugh, so I have to give. I uh, did not. So, so not I laughed. Once. I laughed Actually, at that. Yeah, that's another. Okay. Okay, but yeah, so we'll get into the. Give give me one more second. Um, I did, and they have references from uh, the monsters from the '60s, like the Tin Can Man. That was an episode. Zombo. That was another character. He had like the long white hair who looked kind of like a witch. And if you remember him, yeah, black and white, he was in the original uh, television series. And that was uh, one of the actors, too, that was playing him. So uh, who was it? Oh, also, Richard Brake also played um, Orlock. Yeah, so he played like, you know, the Nosferatu Orlock. Mm -hmm. So that guy, he played him. I guess you couldn't tell with all the makeup, but that was him also. But uh, so Jeff Daniel Phillips who was Herman also played Zombo. So I thought that was cool mm -hmm. that, that he did that. I thought he was very, you know, similar to the character in TV series. He had some references, but he didn't go overboard with the references. So that was good. So, uh, and also the introduction to the Count, as we know him as Grandpa, the way he, they showed him rising from the crypt, like in all serious. And then I, how he's like, he threw his back out coming out I thought that was good okay. good introduction to the character but now uh we'll get into the negative things okay what, what things were you not crazy about with the monsters well I maybe I'll just let you start there was too many things 
I don't know. I, I'm going to start with one being Lily. I, I don't want to go into her too deep. She's not the worst actress, but, you know, she didn't give any credit to Lily. Like, Lily, is a, she was a very feminine, you know, um, not ditzy woman. I wouldn't say she was ditzy, um, but I felt she was kind of more ditzy. And she used her arms in this almost like animated way. I, I, guess, I guess I guess you're right. I didn't really think about that, but in this, like, almost like made her a spaz. Okay. And I, it was distracting. Um, I didn't like it, and I actually right. went back to watch the original Monsters this morning, just an episode to make sure mm -hmm. that I wasn't crazy. Like, Lily was very. She was a feminine character. Yeah. She used her arms accordingly. They weren't up in the air. Like, she was ready to snap at you, or, like, it, it was weird. It, it, yeah, she didn't remind me of her, just uh, her accent. I didn't understand, like, what she was trying to do with yeah. that. She made her strange. Yeah, it was definitely unusual. I'll agree with you on that. Uh, first thing I wasn't crazy about, and just Hollywood in general, everything is a prequel. Everything. When you run out of ideas, you just keep making prequels forever. Every single series. Star Wars, Star Trek. We haven't watched the new Game of Thrones. Isn't that a prequel oh, too? Oh yeah, you're right. Everything. And it's just like, okay. It's like, uh, come up with some original ideas. And if, you, and if you don't, just please stop the whole prequel thing. Very rarely is, is it actually good because You'll find flaws in it. I could find a million flaws that do not link up when you have a prequel. Yeah, because they have to create their own story that never happened. Yes. So that's uh, so we'll get into some of the flaws with that. And I mean, we could just even start from the beginning of the movie. Oh. I, I'll let you talk about it. Oh, no, but there's one thing Laura mentioned. As soon as it came out, when they showed, like, uh, they're looking for the, uh, was it Floop and the doctor looking for a corpse... And he's alive, like a zombie, and he has a mustache, and it just says the monsters. And Laura's like, "Why is this the opening credits with the theme of the monsters no over sense. this guy's face? You don't think it of the monsters?" No it was and first of all, I was totally lost in the plot at the beginning. I had to keep asking John, like, "Who are like, what's happening? Who are these people?" I couldn't understand this what is... they were saying and what was going on. And then I just see this zombie, and then it's like the monsters. Like, that's your big opening. For the, the problem monsters? is. They, they do have a plot because actually you could talk to Rick too from, um, you know, Rick Del Santo. Mm -hmm. He's he was watching it and he was like, "There's not really a plot." I'm like, I said, the problem is there is a plot. I said it's just hard to follow. The movie's yes. all over the place, and you're and, distracted by the bad acting. And Sorry, you're not really engaged enough to even care to pay attention. That's the problem. Yep. You have to really pay attention. And even when you do pay attention, it's still not, certain things aren't explained properly. And so a lot of it's just like a bunch of random scenes with a little bit of a plot, right? Is that yes. the best way to describe this film? And like, okay, can I, one yes. more thing, the introduction of Lily, I noticed there is a, a little bit of camera shaking going on in this, purposely, okay. I think. And when she's on the date with, um, geez, Herman? who was he? No, on her first date. She went on a Oh, with Orlock, the, Orlock. the, yeah. Um, there's some camera shaking, and she's looking around all over the place, and the camera is moving, and it gave me anxiety. Okay. So not only I don't understand what's going on in the movie, that whole scene gave me, like, severe anxiety. Yeah. I was like, why am I anxious? All right. Uh, here's another thing that I didn't understand why they did this. 
The length of the film was one hour, 49 minutes. It should have been as short as possible as I can get away with the, without being too short. Cause obviously if you watch a film, you want it to be at least minimum an hour. I say like an hour and 20 minutes is a good length. Okay. Because when you watch, cause we watched enough of the monsters television series, I think because we watch a bunch in a row too, it's best served in small doses. Good point. Right? If you have too much of this, it's kind of like, all right, the campiness is too overwhelming after a while. So this being almost two hours in length is too much. No, good point. I didn't so, think about it like that. So that's uh, one of the things that I, to me, I'm just kind of like, okay, you shouldn't be watching it saying, all right, when is this going to end? You should end and say, oh, gee i want more and they didn't do that no so that was uh um i do like the intro of the film where they have the old universal studios intro with the black and white with the the globe yes the way it starts off so that was good it's it's like a nice like universal like uh monsters type of opening so that was that was fine negative thing and it's not rob zombie's fault I was always like, why is this not in black and white? Like, I was blaming Rob Zombie, then I read an interview, I think it was Variety, saying he wasn't allowed to do it in black and white. Universal told him it's got to be in color. How, was there a reason? I no. don't know, it didn't go into detail, but that, so it was, he wanted to do it in black and white, they said no, it's got to be in color. And then, But I feel like for this time anyway, like I don't know that the black and white would have worked. Like it, he could have did a, um, half and half, but I, I enjoyed the color scheme. I, I liked it. Well, he did it purposely, the color, the more over-the-top colors, because it's yeah. either, either black and white or really be more cartoonish, and that's why he had the really bright colors for that reason. Okay, I, I get it. Uh, what else? So, so Jeff Daniel Phillips as Herman Munster, the voice was too high-pitched. You should have at least tried to make it a little deeper. Yeah. But that's That's <laughs> one thing that kind of took me out. Um, what was the other thing about it? Uh, you brought up before Floop with the, uh, how he's the one who came with the name of Herman Munster. He had a friend named Herman and he's eating sandwich with Munster cheese. So that's how he <laughs> came up, which I was like, all right, this is idiotic. Okay. <laughs> but, uh, Laura liked it, right? I, I don't know that it was just ridiculous. Yes. Okay. I was like, that's how he got his name? <laughs> yes. So, okay, here's the other thing. Rob Zombie. I don't know if you ever pay attention to Rob Zombie. You've seen enough of his films. I know you got tired of him after a while. When the Three from Hell came out, I said, do you want to see it? You're like, I don't even care anymore. Well, I feel like it's all the same movie. Does, okay, he does and the same. And uses the same actor. Okay. Not that I mind. I don't, it's just the same movie. He's a one-trick pony. You know? And it's. Sometimes they're too much for me. Okay. This is the thing Rob Zombie does. And I said before watching this, like, okay, well, he can't incorporate this in there. Let's see if he does, because it's supposed to be a prequel. 60s characters. He always has something from the 70s. He's like Quentin Tarantino. They're both the same. They love stuff from the 70s they love non-stop swearing and non-stop violence and they keep yeah. doing the same thing over and over and over again and it was and rob zombie loves having people with long hair in his films so i guess floop was the only one that had long hair so he got that in there okay right what was from the 70s okay uh herman monster was dressed up as a pimp a 70s pimp okay. he did a 
uh, Dirty Harry impersonation from the, that's a 70s character. Okay, I wouldn't have gotten uh, The newscaster that I, uh, we were talking about before, that was Sherry Moon Zombie. Mm -hmm. 70s hair looks kind of influenced from Saturday Night Live from the 70s. Uh, there's a character, Rosanna Dana, looks like her. So, uh, again, he's obsessed with the 70s. He had to, to throw this in. Oh, and he loves yeah, the swearing. Because we were like, okay, how is he going to incorporate swearing into the monsters? I don't know if you caught this. The The doctor was on that talk show. Uh, that was a Good Morning Transylvania. And he starts swearing, but they beep out the swears. Yes. So he had he couldn't help himself. He couldn't help himself. He had to incorporate the stuff. It made absolutely no sense okay. to the monsters, but he, he had to do it. And I was like, nah, he's not going to do it. And, and also, Herman, that band, the Punk Rods, too, was another thing. Wasn't that random? It looked I, like it a Misfits ripoff. Yep. Misfits <laughs> 70s. It was scary only. <laughs> yeah, so rip off of that. So it's like he's, yep, he, he had to, like, well, I like the Misfits. Let's throw them in. Yeah, because uh, if he was a comedian, why was he in a band? Yeah, he's he's That's just trying to be an entertainer, I guess. But again, this plot's so terrible, everything about it. So he's just, yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I have it no was idea. It's hard to watch. I, again, I I can't explain to you. We we have to. But you said now I was taking notes when we were watching this, and you said uh, one thing. You says like uh, he made this Rob Zombie like made this for like his like him and his his friends or something and right as, as opposed to an audience like he made this movie for himself i didn't say that you Maybe did it was somebody else did i yes i don't remember anything yes I that's said. why i you said oh, while we were watching yeah you were just talking to yeah, me yeah you were telling me to shush yeah that's so <laughs> that was one thing you're like who do you make you said like who do you make this movie for himself because he didn't make it for me and it's like yep that's, that's and you said another thing if you remember uh it's like a Tim Burton movie. He's trying to be like Tim yes, Burton. Yes, this really reminded me of Tim Burton. Okay, it's like a shitty Tim Burton because uh, this is one thing. Tim Burton can have, I'll give you an example, like Batman, 1989 Batman. You can't really tell what time period it is. It could be now, it could be the near future because it has like old technology, mm -hmm. but it's not... It's not like this where it's like, okay, well, I'm going to have blatant references to 70s characters. You know, it's, okay, you know what I'm saying? Okay, I see what you're saying. Where like, if you watch like Edward Scissorhands, that could be, right? That could be like pretty much any time period. Yeah, right? that's so, right. But, but yeah, he did like a, a terrible interpretation of like Tim Burton. So, uh, yeah, so those are uh, some of the things that I could tell you that... Uh, wasn't too crazy about um well we do have one more what's that i had one okay more. what's that okay so i don't believe that the monsters there's they're monsters but they weren't associated with anything 666 like devilish oh, or on the on whole... the yes when they're on the there's flight 666 but everything the, was it was on the news channel oh, okay when see i didn't they catch that to paris they were showing like demonic this um, is rob images, zombie i don't like you know what? They were a wholesome family. They thought they were normal family. Yes, you're you're right, and it wasn't. Where does that belong in there? They are it, it not satanic people. No, it didn't make any sense. It and didn't... I didn't like it. Yeah, because they... the monsters thought they were the normal yes. family in the neighborhood. That like he was just like a good husband, right? Yeah, they he was have a like good no wife, ill intentions. Normal family. Yeah. So. 
So Didn't... any of that imagery was all over it. Yeah. They mentioned it. Their plane was 666. I yeah, think this that... Rob Zombie's got to put a stamp. Again, and doesn't make any sense, but he's got to put it in. He's got to put it in. And his I'm not a big thing. fan of all that anyway. We'll, we'll just. But, we'll but again, that, if so. it makes sense, fine. Do the, you know, like uh, yeah, Lords of Salem. I get it. This doesn't make any sense. No. So uh, they did actually come out with some merchandise for this. There's uh, little big heads. The, the good thing about it, the, the three-pack of figures, Laura doesn't care about these things, but they look like the 60s version of the figures. Well, you do. Yes, but it, it's actually cool-looking. San Diego Comic-Con had a Zombo figure that came out. That's cool-looking. They're coming out with a Herman figure. But... Uh, yeah, so they're making a little bit of merchandise. I mean, what did you think about the way they looked, though, in this movie? Didn't really look like the characters. You no, know, but I he, mean, ha he couldn't make them look exactly like no, them. I he mean, was trying to update them for his own movie because it is his own take on it. Yeah. I understand I mean, that. Grant, you know, I the wasn't mad about most. it. Like, Herman looked a little Herman's different. similar. It looks better in black and white when they show the black and white Right, stuff. but I'm not mad about the exaggerated appearance. Mm -hmm. thought it was fine. Okay, so... So thumbs up, thumbs in the middle, thumbs down, thumbs down. I already know what you're going to say, Laura. What are you going to give this, the, the monsters? Well, first you change the rating again. Oh, yeah, I'm going to do it. Yeah, I'm going to do this. I'm, I'm going to keep changing. It's gonna, this, yeah, this the show is... is always evolving. So be thumbs up, excellent. Thumbs right, in the middle, right, adequate. And then thumbs down, excrement. Okay, well, thumbs down. I wouldn't even own this. I'll never watch this again. It's too bad. I really wanted to like it. I'm really upset about it. Um same way I was kind of upset about Hocus Pocus, but Hocus Pocus ended up being better, so. Okay, so this is, I'm with you because I I always give Rob Zombie a chance. And I was like, all right, let me give him a chance. He legitimately loves the monsters. Because if you're, we watched before, I don't know if you remember, uh, he was on MTV Cribs. They showed his house. Yeah. I, they didn't go into detail, but they showed a display case. I think he has the actual prop of one of the Woof Woof dolls that Eddie Munster but I don't feel TV like he series. Did justice. I mean, he Dragula's one of you know for one of yeah. the songs. So you're like, uh, he did commentary for Monsters Go Home. I want to say, so the guy is a serious fan. Mm -hmm. So I expected more out of it. So I'm like, what? Yeah, like what, what, are you what doing? happened? Like, what? like, did he watch? I felt like did he watch this, the TV show? Uh, yes. That's how I felt yes. while I was watching. Yeah, it's like they gave some guy who never watched the monsters. Okay, <laughs> you got a month. Watch every monster thing that came out. There's because there's good monsters and there's a lot of crap. There's you know the TV series that made monsters go home. Then they made these like made for TV movies. Uh, you know in the eighties and there's the the monsters today that came out in the nineties. They came they came out a whole bunch of different things throughout the years. They probably said okay take a crash course. And then give us your interpretation of a prequel, okay? And this is what it, we got, it seems like, right? <laughs> Instead of someone who's a serious what? fan, right? So, um, yeah, so that... And then when you get to the end of the film is when you see the black and white opening to the original Monsters. Did you stick around that long, Laura, to even I see that? Know. So I'm thinking, okay, this is how he's allowed to have a, they have a little bit of black oh, and white. I know what you're talking yeah, about. How he's crashing through like the door of the house, like the, the original TV yeah, series. Yeah, might be the best. All, the so I'm thinking, okay, is this like a trick to say, okay, we're gonna cleanse the palate and you'll leave you on a high note? Like uh, you want, you just ate a whole bunch of shit, right? Yeah, but the good stuff. But is babe, coming. we're gonna leave this as your last memory 
the good stuff, the, the 60s television series, right? Is that, is that the, the mindset? Mm -hmm. Because I'm just like, yeah, I didn't get it. Or there's room for more. That's yeah. my interpretation. Nah. Yeah, I'll leave you with this, and this means, okay, now we're uh, going to make another movie. Don't know. Well, we'll have to see how this does. This is right now, this is number nine on uh, Netflix for the, for the popularity. So popularity because everybody is too oh, yes. to watch it, it does, not yeah. because everybody likes it. True. I would be very surprised if a lot of people like this. Yep. So, yeah, and this is a, I can't I was looking at Rotten Tomatoes, which I generally, I think Rotten Tomatoes isn't accurate because mm -hmm. you'll have uh, the critics, when they have everything, they'll say something that's garbage is phenomenal and then the fans will like it. This is even, I think it was 39%. The Critics and the audience both consider this rotten. Completely wow. even score, which wow. rarely happens. So that's not good, right? That's interesting. Yeah, so that's really bad because these critics eat up anything. And they weren't eating this up. Yeah. So, yeah, so um, unfortunately, yeah, and I'm, Laura, I mean, we're both fans. We're not the biggest fans of the world of the monsters, but we both like the monsters. We both thought it was, you know, a fun show. It was well done. And we're hoping it's going to be a tribute, but it wasn't. Right, Lord. I, I, I don't know. I don't know what to say. Yeah. I was I was sad. That was it. So that's it for now. We'll we'll be back soon. We're not sure what we're gonna be back with. We'll we'll, we'll figure that out soon enough. Uh, and until next time, try and enjoy the daylight. Thank you for listening. If you enjoy shocking things and want to support the show, please rate, review, and subscribe on Spotify, Apple Radio, or wherever you listen to this podcast. Sharing the episodes you enjoy on social media also helps. To see more information pertaining to each episode, please go to our social media and interact with us. On Instagram, it's at shocking.things.podcast. On Twitter, at thingsshocking. And on Facebook, at shockingthingspodcast. Or go to anchor.fm slash shockingthings for the main hub with the links to everything. Until next time, try and enjoy the daylight.